Okay, guys, listen up. Seltzer is all the rage these days, and now there's even hard seltzer. Speaking of which, have you tried Bud Light Seltzer? so good. It's seltzer with a hint of fruit flavor. And get this, it's only 100 calories, two grams of carbs, and less than one gram of sugar. Plus, it's gluten-free. It's perfect for when my friends are bugging me to have a drink with them, and I don't want hard alcohol. I can just have my Bud Light seltzer. Thank you very much. I'm obsessed with the black cherry, but it also comes in strawberry, lemon lime, and mango. I mean, make that sound better. I bet you want to try them all right now, right? This is making me extremely thirsty. Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. You're listening to The Jillian Michael Show. Hello, Manus. Hello, Jillian. What's going on? Dude, oh, a little bit of ear mung on these headphones. Ooh. I know, look at mine. I know. Aren't they fancy? They are. We've already discussed how fancy my... Have you noticed people have just started to know that you're back on the podcast? Really? Somebody was like, on Twitter, Janice is back? I was like, what the... <laughs> <laughs> Freaking... We're, about to... We're in May. What do you mean? I know. I came... When... when would... I came back j- at the beginning of the year. I gotta do yeah. a press release. Yeah. That's the noose is back. The noose. The nooser. Um... <laughs> Well, you may not. You may not because I've been having, I, you know how I've have been having some trouble at work again. I know like, <laughs> you know what it is? I'm not, I don't. Not this work. No, the no, other no, work. This, no, this work the is. The drive show work. Being back as an employee. You know what, mama? I'm not good with people. I know. I, you know what it is? I, as I said I before, I had six years of caretaking. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm back in this world and it's like, and the, the ones I'm having the most, okay, the, here it is. I'm having a lot of trouble with men. Yeah. I'm having, and, and I, I, I know it's because it, of the business. It is. And you know what it is? Yeah. I, I truly thought, and I don't know why I thought this. And I had a, a little chat with my, You're my therapist, alone, Jackie. Though. Well, it's just. Women I, talk about it all the time. This man said I wasn't, quote, there was just Jennifer Gurner just came out. An executive back in the day at ABC said she wasn't hot enough to be on Alias. It's all the oh time. All well, the time. Well, this is, um, this started, oh, how do I begin? Okay. I'll, I'll try and I'll, jump I'll in there, old girl. In when I first started doing that, there's me and a, and a fellow named Corey. We do yeah. the show. When we first yeah. started doing the gay show. Camp. Camp, right? Yep. Um, um. The the person that the engineer, yeah, what Jake's job, he would come into the room. Was he on time? Should I leave the room? Yeah, he was he was on time. Actually, he was always on time. Oh. But he <laughs> <laughs> he would come in the room. Jake was late today. Uh-huh. And by seven minutes. And talk to Corey. Oh yeah, this is huge. And, and I would go. Yeah. And so I I didn't we talk about this. Well, we, you and I have had this conversation too. Maybe. Well, so I wrote him a note and I probably should, but it's just, yeah. it's, I just said, Hey, you know what? I mean, you come in, I yeah. said, this is an even show. We're co-hosts. Yeah. There's no host. No, you know, we're co blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I said, it'd be cool if you could address this. And I said, you know what? It'll make it a lot. It'll make it a better working atmosphere. Very positive. Yep. Okay. So months go by. Uh, just last week. Mm. There's some kind of conversation, I'm not gonna, but it happens all the time, right? When the guy comes into the room, 
He always talks to the guy. Yeah, men do that. Not all men. Some men do that a lot. So this guy... Depends on the guy, The guy says... He says to me, Hey, you know what? When he starts the show today... And Mm. I said... When uh, who starts the show? No. And Jillian, this is, well, I have oh, a little, I don't know if you know this, no. but I have a little problem with anger. <laughs> <laughs> and I escalate really fast. No. Don't get me started on I the Costco know. parking lot a couple years ago, but I escalate oh. very fast. Yeah, I know. And I just went, when who starts it? When he starts the show. Yeah, but it's not that you escalate fast. You've been building up a resentment. That's your problem. Well, and that's it. And and this is, this is a... This isn't even. This is beyond history. This is the entire women's movement, right? This is what it is. And and I just and I lost it. I went. I just I, and I couldn't believe it. And it's an open concept office, right? And everybody's just like, and it just it built and built and built. And yeah, so, and, that's and, what happened. It's not that you're impulsive. It's been building. So the the gal, the producer, yeah. uh, Devin, she goes, "Let's go for a walk." Yeah. And I went, no, "I don't want to." She goes, "Let's go for a walk." Yeah. And we just went, and it, and it just, and and I guess what added to it was the fellow that I wrote the email to, Mm. he came in and joined, he goes, this is nothing. You should have seen the note she wrote to me. Oh my God. And I went, and I went, oh my God. But that's what, see, this is, you're getting into the, you're dealing with the same stuff I'm dealing with and equal payday just came around. Right. And it was a hashtag on Twitter. So I've been trying to to be better, right, with my social media because, you know, my issues with social media, you know, I didn't want to take pictures of myself and be like, aren't I perfect? Look at my perfect life. But then I was like, well, if you can, if you can engage people in a conversation, then it that becomes cool, right? So I was like, I'm looking at the hashtags and I'm trying to chime in in a way that's fun or funny or relatable um, to just be more open that way. So I see equal payday. So I'm like, oh, you know what? Interesting. Let me see what people are saying. So I click on the hashtag. Younger girls are like, well, this doesn't really exist. You know, the, oh, you know, the pay gap's not real. Oh, um, you know, we, it really just depends on the major we choose. And I was like, oh, my God, when they get in the workplace and they see that it is, you know, the guy will come in. Like, we talked about this. Remember I told you that, like, I was having a disagreement yes. with the producers, and who do they call? Giancarlo. Yes, you're right. Right? You're they right. call Giancarlo. I'm like, oh, hell no. The problem is with me. You, you No, you call me. Or, you know, oh, because men are calmer. Women are so emotional. Yes, okay. I mean, and it's like, it's just... It's just, it's just, it's... It, you know, I told you Bob got paid twice as much as me. You know, women get these horrible comments about, like... They're, are they fuckable? Are they pretty enough? They all come out with these horror stories about something somebody has said to them. And it, it just, dude, and it's just infuriating. And that's where, you know, unfortunately, we want to take it head on. And you can't win that. Look at the things they say about Hillary. I was just, I was just No matter how say, she talks, she loses. Right. And if she does become president, that's, you know, which, you know, she might. She might. She's gonna and, get the and, Democratic nomination. Absolutely. And 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 the thing is, they will never leave her alone. Nope. She can. Nope. She'll be it. But they will never give her. They will never cut her slack. The way she talks, she's if she's passionate, she's angry. If she's if she's not passionate, she's could she couldn't she be happier? Remember when she smile cr- right? And remember when yeah. she cried? Remember when her and Obama were fighting for the Democratic nomination yes. eight years ago, and yes. she she broke down at something. And they said she cried. Like, yes. Oh my God! How can she be president because she cried? It's like sweet Jesus. I know, I know. It and like you know what's interesting? I I kind of I had been watching a show called The Circus, right? And it was um, 
it follows the, the both parties in this crazy race to the presidency for 2016. Um, and I was watching Bernie Sanders and I was like, look, I don't think socialism is the way to go. Right. But, you know, he's a likable guy. Like, I liked him. And I was like, I liked him. I liked his idealism. I don't know how practical it is. I don't know what it looks like in real life. But mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, you know, I'm curious to learn more about until he started bashing the crap out of Hillary. And I was like, don't sit there and call yourself a feminist. You're not a feminist. You just said the most qualified person running for president is not qualified. And he lost me immediately. Yeah. And you notice she has never sunk to his level she has never attacked him she has never gone after him she retweets him she like she'll she'll validate many of his positions she just disagrees with like how to get there she's like guys we're fighting about you know we're all on the same page and even this old guy who says i'm a feminist i'm like really you just attacked the one of the most accomplished women in the country like, I, I there's a better way have, to go about it, bro. And I he can't lost the women and call themselves feminists. I, I know. I was, or, or like, I'm for you know, I'm for minorities. I'm like, but you moved to the whitest part of Maine, didn't you, brother? Got the f out of Brooklyn. <laughs> it's like Whitey McWhiterton in Maine. So, <laughs> okay, you know, I mean, it's just. But anyway, I, I think it's just it's it's hard. It's definitely Cheryl Sand. What's her name? She wrote Cheryl Lean. Sh- lean in. And she talks all about sexism and all that stuff and how hard it is to navigate and how we're meant to navigate it. And we do, the rules are not fair. They're not fair. We The same rules don't apply. And if you want to go and say, well, he's allowed to talk this way and he's allowed to do that and I'm going to do that, you will pay. That's why women have to be just like Hillary. She can't badmouth Bernie. She can't play by those rules. Right. To win, she's got to be that much better, that much smarter, that much more controlled. And it's just, you know, it's, it, we have different rules. I, I get, and, and I don't mean to rehash, and, and you're no, right, you we, should. Have, we have gone, had this conversation, but no, I you think should. when it hits you, you should have seen the email she sent me. Oh my God, I would have killed him. Really? I would have grabbed him by the throat. Oh, well, that's... And I, that, I would have died. And that's what I said. I, and, I, and I was talking to Jackie. I'm sorry. I don't mean to talk about my... Anyway, I talked about it and she said, I said, what can I do now? I said, I can't do anything now. She goes, of course you can do something now. Because of course you can have the conversation again. You bring them back and you go, hey, you know what? A couple of weeks ago or a month ago, I keep thinking if I don't... And I always kick myself in the ass because I don't have the chutzpah or I don't have something in me to... to, to a, to address it right now. That's and what I, you need to do. And it's you, and, true. But, but Janice, see, that's the key. That's why you're blowing up because it's building and then you're blowing up. Right. And then I go this long circle around to try and say something instead of just going, I need to, I, I do this big dance around the circle. Yeah, but it's hard because sometimes if you confront people and you say, look, I feel like when, you, you know, the, you got to be so careful because if it's like when you did this, they're yes. immediately going to become defensive. So then it, it has to be a conversation of, look, I... You know, I feel like uh, ex- he's doing that. I know, I but that's it. what you have to do. And to pretend like it's not the case would be a lie. You have to be more diplomatic, more calm. You can't give them an opening to attack you. And believe me, I do all the time. And that's why everyone's like, oh, she's difficult. She's difficult. And then they go and they blackball women throughout the business. Blackball them. They call each other and they're like, don't hire her. She's a nightmare. Don't hire her. She's a nightmare. Right. Don't hire her. She's a nightmare. 
I sat with somebody who was telling me like, oh, you know, when I started working with you, I got all these phone calls about how difficult you were. And I was like, really? Why? Because I'm the best at what I do. Because I because I make great television, because I'm always on time, because I spend my own money to make it perfect, because I work tirelessly to make an incredible product, or because I don't agree with them. Right. But it it doesn't, you know, again, it's like, if I could just be more diplomatic, I probably would have gotten farther in the game without getting as burnt out. But when you say, if I could be more diplomatic, is that... Is that um, authentic for you? And I don't—I don't mean that as a depends bad, I just on the mean... goal. What do you want? Wait, and how much would you respect yourself? Oh no! If if I could handle things in a more diplomatic way, um, I think that I I would be like I had more control. And I I have tried. Believe me, as I have gotten older, I have tried and tried. You know, the the truth of the matter is the biggest issue. It's so funny because. Um, one of the biggest loser producers, he was busy building the biggest loser brand. Well, I was busy building the Jillian Michaels brand. And from go, we were at odds, right? Because they were like, no, you're work for hire. And I was like, no, I'm not. Right. I created right, right, this right, whole right. show you have here. You created the concept, but let's be honest, you set out to humiliate people. Bob and I gave you an inspiring transformation. And it's not because you have a diet or a workout plan. No, you don't. We're the trainers. Mm-hmm. We tell them what to eat. We told them what to do. You know, and that, that was the beginning. So it was immediate odds. And we were nev- never on the same page. And so we were always at war. And that was fundamentally what was wrong with Biggest Loser. Because it was always like, we can never let her get to, We always have to make sure she's a bad guy. We always have to try to destroy her. We always right. have to try to damage her because they never want the brand to get my brand to be more powerful than the Biggest Loser brand. Um, but I think that like... If there was, I wish to God, Janice, and to this day, I don't know it, that there was a way to try to, and I did. As I got farther down the road, I was like, can we work together? If, you know, what if I help you with your brand, but the messaging is from me? You're not having me sell things I don't believe in or say things I don't believe in. You know, and it just, it was like, no, you, who are you to think you deserve anything? It's our way and you work for us. And that was just, didn't work for me. And then, yeah, I walked away from it. That's when it was it was undoable. I tried to find some sort of middle, and I couldn't find it. It was undoable. There was no middle ground, and that's when I was like, all right, this experience has become way more bad than good on so many different levels. But if it depends on the goal. So if your goal is, look, I love doing radio, and I love this platform, and I love this show, then there's there's got to be a way to to work with these people in a very Sheryl Sandberg kind of lean in, you know, super diplomatic way. Oh, man. It's a game. You have to play the game. And that's, and people think like, oh, you know, you're a sellout if you play the game. Hillary plays the game. But to get to where you need to be to make a change, you do have to play the game. And I remember I walked into, um, this has nothing to do with men and women and sexism, but I'll never forget when I appreciated that. It was like an absolute loss of innocence. And it's like when I would have gone from like a Bernie Sanders supporter to a Hillary supporter, right? right. At that age, at that moment. So I was bad-mouthing Coca-Cola. Surprise, right? And I got called into Coca-Cola's offices in Atlanta. And they wanted to, quote, talk to me. And I remember Giancarlo and I are sitting there um, with this lady and... She has a picture of her son on her desk and she's like, surely you can appreciate, you know, there's room for everything in a healthy diet. And I go, is that your kid? She's like, yeah. And I go, how much crack is okay? Or heroin? 
how much would you allot for a healthy lifestyle? And it was just, we walked out of there and Giancarlo was like, oh my God. (laughs) And he goes, Jill, here's the thing. Coca-Cola employs the state of Georgia. Not only that, if you want to get anything done, the conversation has got to be, can we use organic cane sugar instead of high fructose corn syrup? You know, have you guys considered, right? Is getting the the 800 pound gorilla to help implement change. And that's called playing the game. And other people who are not aware of the game call you a quote sellout. Now, I don't endorse Coca-Cola, but the, the thing is, there's a way that you have to not be so, do you, you know, your product is poison, you know, is that, do I, what do I believe in my heart or what am I saying in the room to get to the end goal? Yeah. That's where you got to ask yourself what you want. You know what? That, that makes, you know what? That makes, that does make sense because you know, in, you know what? Do you remember in, uh, remember in Indian Wells and the, the tennis and, and Serena Williams and that guy at Indian Wells said, that the women should thank the men for the oh. game, that dick. Oh, and, God. And, and Serena Williams, instead of coming back and saying, she came back and she just said this, well, I don't really see it that way. Right, she and was, that said it all. She was so calm, and, and I just was like, why didn't she, you know. No, she wh- said everything she needed to She say said everything, there. and she didn't. Nope, she see. didn't look hysterical. He didn't get her goat. And my shrink tells me that all the time. Like, I had a huge fight. Um, Oh, my God, what the. What was it? Oh, it was with, I actually like the guy a lot, but boy, did we have a moment. It was with Randy Hetrick on Sweat Inc. Um, the guy's a Navy SEAL. He's like a Stanford business grad, right? And um, there's definitely a little bit of, there's a little bit of sexism there. And I love you, Randy, but there's a little bit. And I, I don't think he's even aware of it. And, right. And so we were having an argument about a product on the show. And, um... Randy, they cut it, but Randy said something like so sexist to me and I freaking unglued. Mind you, we were working 17 hour days for, you know, six days in a row for four weeks at this point. I was exhausted. I was freezing. I was starving. You know, there'd been things I didn't like along the way, all that stuff, right? All the things that kind of wear you down. Yeah. And oh my God, I unhinged and I just lost it. It had been so much that I had been contending with. So I was on the phone with my shrink and he's like, it was a personal attack on me. And my shrink was like, all you had to say was, (laughs) I don't think personal attacks are professional or warranted in this situation, Randy. And he would have been humiliated. But instead, guess who looked psychotic? Me. Guess who looked unglued? Me. Guess who proved his point? Me. And so this is where the game. It's the game, buddy. You gotta be smarter. You gotta be smarter. And you've gotta have things that you implement for impulse control. There's gotta be that moment where you go, what do I want? And you've gotta know it from go. I want this show to work. I wanna be on the air. I wanna make the show I wanna make. And if the show's still good, like Biggest Loser wasn't the show I wanted to make anymore. Yeah, right, right. You know, and it never was, to be honest with you. There was so much I wanted to do with that show that was different than what it was. For And it worked, and that's great. But there were a lot of things I would have liked to have seen be different. Um, but it's like, am I doing what I want to do? Do I like what I'm making? Blah, 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 blah. All right. How do I navigate these shark-infested waters? Because if you think about it as I'm going from 
A destination to B destination, but I've got to swim through the shark-infested waters. How are you going to do that? And it's a lot of judo, as my shrink likes to tell me, instead of Muay Thai. It's using their animosity and their mistakes against them, right? Like in judo, you take the own person's attack and you use their own energy to like knock them on the ground, right? It's pivot, parry, dodge, spin, all that. It's not, you know, hand-to-hand combat. Right. And so you need to be, instead of like what's right and what's wrong and what's truthful and what's authentic, you need to now be diplomatic and play the game for the greater good, which is something you enjoy and a show that will a lot of people will enjoy. No. Yep. That's it. And you know what? Believe me, if, if I had it all figured out, trust me, I, I, I don't. I just know that I've dealt with it myself and I, I know what it takes. And some days I get, you know, some days I win and some days I lose. But I try to I try to win more. You know what I mean? I try. Try, Janice. It's such a long, it's, oh yeah. But I having am. a game plan, that'll but, help. But when, do, you know, and, and I, this, it's Pause. just such a long friggin' fight. I mean, honestly, it's an God, endless fight. It's it, not long. It's endless. It is an endless, ongoing fight. Yeah. It, so, so the, the the thing is, have your battle strategies. Know it's coming. Have a plan. Right. I know this person's gonna say X, Y, and Z. I know they're gonna do A, B, and C. You know what? Which battles do I want to pick? Do I want to pick a fight if he says when you start the show? Is that one worth it? Is it not worth it? When does it impact my ability to do my job? That's when I'll pick the battles. When it impacts my ability to do my job, okay. When it comes to equal pay, okay. So you decide when to fight, right? What battles you're going to fight. And then you decide how you're going to handle those battles. But dude, and last but not least, here's the other thing. You know, there's ignorance in the world. Come on. Racism is Jesus. It's alive and it is thriving. It just does it in a more subversive way now. Yeah. Right? I mean, sexism is alive and it's thriving. The anti-gay movement is alive and it's thriving. You know, there's a backlash to all of it. Right yeah. now, a lot of people see the world as black and white. And so, you know, the question is just how do you deal with them in a way that you win? And that's by going, what's my what's my ultimate goal? And, you know, what battles do I need to fight to ensure that that ultimate goal is... Because don't fight battles that are irrelevant. I know. It's judo. It's judo. Yeah. Don't fight battles you don't need to fight. Okay, guys. The new works aero cart reinvents lifting and hauling. This sucker is an eight-in-one all-purpose carrier for heavy loads, makes everything easy to lift. It's a dolly, a wheelbarrow, a trailer mover, all in one. It's got this patented turbo lift technology that makes lifting 200 pounds feel like you're lifting 17. So if you want to check this thing out, it's awesome. As I said, it's multi-purpose, multifaceted. Can't go wrong. Aerocart.com. Enter the promo code Jillian at checkout, and you'll get 10% off plus free shipping. That's Aerocart, A-E-R-O-C-A-R-T dot C-O-M. Promo code my name, and you'll get 10% off and free shipping. Manus. Yes, Jillian. Uh, you know what? I saw something the other day. It was like 
men's health, I think. And it had to do with like thing with exercises that you should always do with heavy weights. And it was like a row and a single leg exercise. That didn't make any sense to me, to be honest, what their logic was. Um, and I, I actually really like men's health. I just, but it got me thinking about lifting heavy mm. and wanting to talk about that. And right when I was about to come on today, right? Yesterday, I was planning all my segments and I was like, I'm going to talk about why we should and what we should do heavy and this, that, the other. I look over and I see a guy doing a back squat with so much weight and yeah. he can't even get to parallel. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, let me tweet that segment. And so first things first, I, I love body weight training. I love calisthenics. I love anything body weight based, yoga, gymnastics, free running, martial arts. I love it. I think the benefits are tremendous. With that said, you know, I can't negate the metabolic benefits um, from from a, a fat burning perspective, an afterburn perspective, from a hormonal perspective, of some weightlifting, yes. some actual weights, right? I don't love machines, and we know this. Machines are not on trend right now. There are times and places I'll work them into a regimen, because um, I think if you're doing like supersets and y- you can isolate. The reason I don't like it is I don't like to artificially isolate a muscle and move it in one direction, which. You know, we're multidimensional. We synergize multiple muscle groups, and that's where functional training has become so on trend. Now, let's say your goal is growth. You want bigger quads, which very few women want. But like, oh, I want to make this bigger or that bigger. Uh, You can do supersets, and that means you're doing the same muscle group back to back. But one of the theories is like, let's say I go, all right, I'm going to overload the hell out of my quads on the leg extension. And then when my quads are so tired, they don't have any more, I'm going to recruit other muscle groups by doing a squat so that the quads can keep on working so there there's some logic where machines might be appropriate for certain specific fitness goals especially if they're part of a, of a holistic functional regimen right okay. now with that said um weight lifting for the most part like unless you're eating a ton of food male or female but particularly female we don't have that androgenic hormone balance is in like we don't have the levels of testosterone and so on that would allow us to get really big Yes. Okay. You know, and you might go, well, I lifted weights and the next day my jeans were tight. It's because you're swollen, puffy, you're holding water. It's an injury, right? You lift heavy weights, you're creating a a small injury that your body needs to repair and recover from. And that's progress. That's how the body gets stronger. So, but don't go, oh my God, I'm getting huge. I'm getting huge. It's very hard to get, quote, huge. You have to lift crazy amounts of weight and eat crazy amounts of food. Um, so, So, with that said, it's not something you should shy away from. It helps with muscle maintenance. It helps with bone density. Yes, for gals my age, it's very good. But for gals all ages. Yeah. All true. ages. So what I like to do is I like to lift each muscle group with heavy weights once a week. So if you hit, if I like, all right, I'm going to do deadlifts. I'm going to do rows. I'm going to do squats. And then I, I lift my weight, right? Now, I'm a person that likes combo lifts. And that could be a squat with a press, a squat to a press, a lunge with a curl. I love those things. And I incorporate them in all my DVDs. Now, the the problem with that, though, on your lifting day is that a small muscle group cannot bear the same load that your legs can. So that's just one caveat, right? Right. So, like, your your biceps, I don't, I'm just going to put my feet on your stuff. You know, I'm going to kick my feet up. My socks are clean. So, So, sorry, I'm just getting, I'm stretching out my legs there. I know. I can see that. So with that said, the, um, okay. So like, let's say I can curl a 20 pound dumbbell, which is a lot for me. 
um, for X amount of reps, 10 reps each or whatever. Holy crap. No, it's not that. It's not that. Mm. But without swinging your back, okay? Without right. swinging and swaying and this, that, the other. Um, but I can squat a hell of a lot more than 40 pounds. Oh, I see where you're going. Yes. So on those particular days, this is where combo lifts are not going to be ideal. Right. That's where it's like a straight lift, a straight squat, a straight deadlift, a straight row. Those kinds of things, like, you know, you don't want to be doing the combo lifts for that reason. Yep. If you're going, I'm going to lift heavy today. Um, and then I would also say, right, so now we'll, we'll address the guy that was, like, lifting all that weight, but didn't didn't even have a full range of motion. So in Body Shred, I created something I call the Factors of Change. And Body Shred's a, a fitness program I created, and a, it's a DVD program, an infomercial program based on on it as well right eight week program uh but we certify trainers in the program so in body shred i've got 10 factors of change okay and these things are designed to take any movement and make it as basic as possible or as advanced as possible and they go with regard to they 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 are um oh my god exponential okay so they're in order okay so the very first thing you want to make sure you've mastered is your range of motion so, for example, if you can't lift that kind of weight in a full range of motion, you need to drop the weight. But how do people know what their range of motion is? Like, how do you, how do you, how do you, I think people probably think, when I see that in the gym, I think this guy thinks he's really doing it. Well, the truth of the matter is, like, full range of motion on a squad is, like, to the ground. That's what it should be. Right. And, it, and the thing is, if you now you're going to know if you can't, I do first you do it with no weight, but a lot of times it's compromised by Achilles flexibility and hip flexibility. So like if you squat down and you, you know, have you ever been to another country and you see these guys squatting all the way down and working, whether you're in Asia or India, it blows my mind. They're all the way down pulling weeds. I was seeing it in Vietnam or in India. They're like running these rickshaws and they're literally just hovering an inch above the ground where they're a bum. Well, we sit in such, you know, sit. we, we lose our flexibility, right. we lose our mobility. So yeah. look, I mean, the minute your tailbone starts to cur- curl under, you know, you've, you've lost the, the mobility and the flexibility, but you want to get at least parallel. And then you want to work towards getting through the full range of motion all the way down and all the way up. And if your Achilles flexibility is compromised, I always say just put a little something under your heels and work, work mm-hmm. your way up to it. Because I've got sh- crappy Achilles flexibility. And my hips are tight, so I go lighter weight. And a wider stance will help with, like, if you've got tight hips, a little bit wider. Feet can go shoulder width. Yep. So a, a typical range of motion is beginning to end, right, all the way through, top to bottom. A full range of motion means as far as that tendon will go back, forth, muscle, back, forth, up, down. Full range of motion. Yep. So, okay, next one. Then you can go, okay, I've got a full range of motion, I'm going to progress this with added resistance. So that's a, you can say, I'm going to take this squat, and I can squat all the way down to the ground. Now I'm going to add weight to it. Right. And, right. you know, and then you can say, okay, now I can add weight to it, and I've got a full range of motion. Then I'm going to add speed. I'm going to bang out my reps without swinging, though. Still good form, right? But yeah. you're going to knock them out one, two. Three, push-ups, ground, up, ground, up, or down, up, right? Speed is a lot harder. Not swinging or, or flailing, but speed. Busting out reps with a full range of motion. That's hard. 
Then you get into explosive type of movements, acceleration and deceleration. Very dynamic. Kettlebell swings, accelerate, decelerate, right? Explosive movements. So that comes later down the road. Then you've got balance and stability training. So like, let's say I'm going, all right, I can do this, this squat. I can get all the way down. I can do it with weight. I can do, you know, 10 full range of motion squats with 50 pounds at a good clip. Uh, now I'm going to add instability. You're doing like pistol squats, one leg, yeah, right? Or one arm push-ups or uh, push-ups, uh, you know, one leg, uh, destabilize it. Okay. Then you get into um, merging moves, which is a slightly more complicated, but it's like moving from one exercise to the next exercise. This is if you're in a class. Okay. Mind you, a little bit different. And statics are really challenging. So another example of a static would be like, okay, uh, midpoint of a push-up. Drop, hold, press back up. Oh, Lord. Hold at the midpoint. Yep. That's hold a static? A static contraction. I, I labeled it, but yeah. Or like, let's say you're, you're doing lunge and press, okay? So in this particular instance... Or let's just say we're just doing heavy lunges. Lunge, hold the midpoint, hovering two inches above the floor with really good form. Have you ever done that? Hold the midpoint of the position, you'll it'll you'll crumble. I took a Tai Chi class once and he had us do this. And I wanted to cry. Yeah, like this. And I wanted to cry. And he said, You have to what was it? Work through the pain <sighs> work through the pain to get the comfort. We live in comfort. He said something about we live in comfort. Anyway, it made sense as I way. cried. As I shook and cried. I don't feel I'm very comfortable. It, Although I am comfortable in this moment. But in general. No, because you don't allow yourself, though. But if, if uh, you know what I mean. Anyway, then plyometrics and then equipment uh, selection. What's a plyometric again? Jumping. Oh, okay. You've seen those Olympic athletes jumping with weights? Jump squats with weights, full range of motion, crazy. I've seen that. Insane. And the thing where you jump onto the platform thing. Plyo jump, plyo boxes. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, jumping with weights, super dangerous though. You have to be a crazy advanced athlete oh, to do that. I wouldn't that. do that. Okay. I wouldn't even try the thing. Mm-mm. Okay. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's, the, uh, what was the last thing you said? Changing equipment. Yeah. Equipment selection can affect the workout too. Different pieces of equipment, squats with kettlebells, squat with a kettlebells rack, and a barbell, and dumbbells, and medicine balls, and it's a whole thing. Indian club bells. Did I remember when we were on tour and we were in Atlanta? No. I know that you, we went to so many places. Uh, yeah. We went to hundreds of places. Yeah. And it was the one time that we didn't have to stay on the bus and we were in a hotel. Oh. And and I remember I went up to the gym to work out and it, remember remember we were just behind a Mike Tyson tour. Yes. Remember he, everywhere we went he yeah. had just been. It was Mike. And and he and uh, I was went up to the hotel gym, and who's who's uh, working out? Mike Tyson. Your boyfriend. My boy. I was just like holy shit, it's Mike Tyson. Yeah. And I always remember he came over. And you know how he has a a, a lisp. Yeah. Lisp? We all know that. Yeah. And he and I was had the oh, medicine. No. I had the medicine ball. Yeah. And I was do. I can't remember if I was bouncing or I was doing something. He oh. goes, "Are you finished with the methan ball?" And I said, "I, I didn't know what to say." What is it? And I think I. What does this have to do with anything? 
I don't know. Other than you being clearly prejudiced against people with lisp. No, I'm just, but I didn't know what, when he said methan, and I didn't know what methan ball was. And I went, oh, I don't, and I, and I think, I think I actually said, I, I don't know what you mean, sir. Well, something else is, something else has shown its, shown itself to the light. Not what? only is Janice a racist. <laughs> no. She's got something against people with speech impediments. No, it just, it was just, I wow. was nervous. I was wow. nervous because you don't want to say to Mike Tyson anything because there was his handlers were there too, like watching. And here I was with the medicine ball. And when he said methane and I didn't, <laughs> it was very awkward. And I just, and I just stood there holding the ball. Then I just, I said, oh yes, I'm done. I like Even though I wasn't. I bandana today. It, do you? Yeah, but you've got to stop wearing two different shades of the same color in the same outfit. I, we've discussed this because now you have like a purpley heather gray on the top and like a gray. Purple. This is blue and gray. No, no. It's like a purpley gray. And it's then on the blue. bottom, it's like a gray gray, but it's two shades of gray, but they don't match. You know what I don't understand? How come you can wear almost the same outfit as me? Janice, I am wearing a gray shirt. With tiny, tiny flecks of navy, okay, and you know black what? You're pants. colorblind. You're absolutely <laughs> colorblind. No, I'm not. Wait, she's Nicole? she's wearing light and dark, and you're wearing yeah, yeah. blue and blue. No, that's yeah. gray. Gray and blue. Oh, maybe I can't yeah. see. That look, the bottom ones look blue to me. Oh, oh my God! Gray. Are you all insane? If any of it looks blue, it's the top part. But I can gray. understand Jake because he has a penis, and apparently <laughs> anybody who's got a penis doesn't have or colorblind. But I can't believe you. See, wow. you just have two shades of heathered gray, which is odd. You know what? And then a totally different shade of gray shoe. You know what? And then a tie dye. You know what? Any time, any time where you're thrown by something I say, you automatically go to what I'm wearing. Well, no, what happens is, is I, I, Anytime. I, no, I get bored and then my mind starts to wander <laughs> and then, and then I like, I go, what the f*** is Janice wearing today? Okay. So funny. We were just talking about stuff like this on a podcast recently. Uh, about like event related, community related, fitness races, festivals. Check out the Warrior Dash. These guys are now one of our advertisers. It's really cool. You go to warriordash.com and it's a great way to shake up your routine, be social, attempt your first 5K, have friends at the event with you. So you stay motivated. The bottom line is it's a 5K obstacle race course where you take on 12 world-class obstacles. You can leap over fire, climb over, or duck under obstacles, explore mud cake trails, celebrate your accomplishment at the after party to get music, dancing, and other contests throughout the day. Get in shape, have fun, push your limits a little bit. You can also support the great work of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. I mean, come on. Do something cool, become a St. Jude warrior, and fundraise for the kids. And if you raise over $300, you get access to the St. Jude tent, which is on site. They've got private showers, gear check, food, drinks. 500 bucks, you dash for free. So, with 23 international locations, find one near you and sign up today at warriordash.com. Hey, Jillian. Yeah, news. 
Have you ever heard of the velvet rope? Like think it's like, like the, a Fifty Shades of Grey kind of thing. No. <laughs> what is what's happened to you? A nightclub? I'm depressed. No, I know, I know, I know, honey. I know. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'm, be, I'm gonna be tender. Like, oh. When they mean velvet rope, it's kind of like you know when you know when you go to a club and there's like the the rope, the velvet rope, and there's yeah. like the people that are you know waiting in line. Yeah. And then there's the people that gets escorted right in. Yeah, and that's human psychology, though. But however, however, they're, they're see it represents a degree of economic and social stratification unseen in America since Teddy Roosevelt. That's not true. Yes, nobody because they're making it's ever it's omnipresent in our culture. No, but I think what's happening is companies are making it like you know you can you can buy a pass where you you can sit in a special place at LAX and or you can get the driven somewhere in a you know when you special land chair, special chair in the movie theater. Like there's all these things that that the 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 upper class the elite, elite can buy. So, but what it's doing though, is I think the psychology is to say the middle class, you know, we want to strive to go, how did she do that? Oh, you know, we're looking like we're, you know, we're pressed against the steerage of the Titanic, just going, how did, how did they get that? But it's like, it's, I fueling. never feel that way. You know what it makes me feel like? It shuts me down. I how never, do you mean? like, I remember I went to a restaurant that was like that called, Koi and it it was it's I don't even know if it's still open I know Koi's there are Koi's open sushi place it was on La Cienega and it was hot and this was years ago years um and we went there and we I had a reservation it wasn't like I walked up and went do you know who I am I'm that stupid reality TV trainer no I made a reservation it was a friend's birthday we you know we get there we waited an hour and a half for the table and it was like a Saturday night there was nowhere else to go and I literally never went back. I was like, you know what? F you, man. And it, it was definitely like one of those places of like, and then so-and-so walks in and gets seated. And then I don't, I don't deal with that. I don't ever want to feel that way. Like, I just don't get it. And yeah, I mean, there are times I paid for the Disneyland pass because I don't want to wait in lines and it's a fortune and I do pay it and I'm unapologetic about it because I cannot, I, standing in line for an hour and a half with two screaming kids at Disneyland, I'll take a pass on that one. I just, you know. Right. I, I, I just, I'd rather, no, I won't, I can't, I can't deal with it. It sounds like hell on earth. Um, and, the, and I will go, I will fly first class, but I, you know, I pay for it. Well, right. But I, I like to work on the plane and then sometimes, and this is going to sound really obnoxious, the only, <laughs> and I don't mean to, I'm just going to be honest. The reason I don't fly coach is because people talk to me the entire flight and I like to work on the plane. They talk to me the entire flight and I feel like a bitch from hell if I don't talk to them. And they all come over to me and then another one comes over to me and then another. And you don't want to seem mean, right? So you Absolutely. don't want to be like, I'm really sorry. I'm, you know, because then people are like, oh, I met her. She was such a bitch. And in first class, I just leave you alone. But but then you, you the just work. Is, they leave you alone. But you're a celebrity. Oh, no, stop. No, but it's don't the same. Jill, you are. And I'm just saying, like, yes, people obviously are going to approach you. But I'm, I'm let's, and I let's don't just... mind it. But like on a plane for like four or five hours when I usually get so much done because I don't have my my phone's not working and my kids aren't there. That You know what I mean? You end up getting in these like it's just hard. But there's the rich that are unknown. You know, there's plenty of rich people out there that aren't a uh, uh, you know, yeah, a celebrity. So, so people are. So, what this is? Like, cruise ships are notorious for this. Cruise ships what always have these. Nature. But okay, this one guy says, uh, he says it's transparency. What customers hate is when you're trying to hide stuff and not being honest with them. So they think that there's something behind there 
that I'm not privy Didn't to. Did I ever tell you about the time Equinox threw me and all my contestants out? I don't think so. Oh, my God. I'm a paying member of Equinox, right? Okay. A and gym, a, jo- a, a L.A. gym. Yeah. Okay. A gym, yeah. Equinoxes are all over certain parts okay. of America. Very fancy. Yeah, it's so fancy. Oh, really? It's oh. so obnoxious. It's the quintessential velvet rope, right? So I'm a paying member, and I bring my team, and I want to say it was like seven years ago maybe. I bring my team on a, like a Saturday. They're Biggest Loser contestants. And we pay our little fee, right? The guest fee for each contestant. And we're all warming up on the treadmill. Okay. And this was a while ago because it was such a while ago. I owned a gym. That's how long ago it was. We're all warming up on the treadmill. But they're like, they're the, this gym is just perfect for this. So the manager comes over and he throws me and all the contestants out. And he's like, you don't have a membership. And I did have a membership. I had it under, um, I had it under a different name. Right. And I had a Jillian, uh, I had it under Jillian Lee, my old middle name, because because I just didn't want to, you know, I was like eh, privacy, and I just sure felt weird about it, so I had it under a different name, because I just didn't want them to say like, oh, Jillian Michaels works out it anyway, whatever. So they and they didn't want the contestants in there because they were overweight. No. So they were like, you can't be here. You're training them. I'm like, I'm not training them. We're all on the treadmill waiting to do the class. I'm not training them at all. I'm like, I own a gym. And we have a massive facility set up for us by 24-Hour Fitness back at the ranch. I'm like, we're here to take classes and get them out of that environment. He threw us out and then bragged to me. He's like, I've thrown people far better than you out of here before. And he you know, went on and on wow. and on. It was like a Kardashian and Paris Hilton and Jeremy. Oh, my God. Oh, my Piven. God. He's just dropping names. Yeah, and be- I was like, and I have hated those bastards at Equinox ever since and then they had a, a woman who did get fired who was like bragging in the new york times about how they don't let unattractive people into their facility and that makes you know their thought is oh that'll make people want to come right to me i just i'm like ugh, i hate that i think it's disgusting but, but that's exactly that's exactly they, they the, the researchers they say a lot of brands use products like these as aspirational tools a no. class segregation can create something to which people can aspire no you don't believe that no way not for me it makes me feel terrible, and I wouldn't want to be around people that are in that room anyway. No see, way. See, one, 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 one fellow no. said, I think society is prepared to accept that if you pay more for certain elements, then you deserve them. I, I will pay more for first class because I end, like, I want it, like, to New York, I want to lay down. I but, do. But Nicole I made sleep. a good point. You know, that, I mean, that, it's selfish, but, no, but but it's not because I think I'm better than anyone else. It's like, well, they're offering it and I can work and I can sleep and I need both those things. So I'm going to pay for it. But like the club with the rope and all that. Uh uh-uh. uh. I would go to a bar any day of the week and have a beer. <laughs> I would. <laughs> no, but too. I, yeah, uh uh-uh. uh. But but the thing the millennials is- don't buy that shit. I don't think I think millennials are way smarter than that. Well, it's like it is offered to everyone. If- That's right. It's yeah. offered to everyone. No, everyone. No, we paid the, no, we paid that guest fee at Equinox and they threw everybody out. Well, not necessarily that case. I mean, clearly that guy was or oh, that, he was just, that company's he was, on like a, you know, he's got to get power somewhere because he's not getting it anywhere else. But, but but Nicole and I and Jake could go to Disneyland right now. Oh, we could pay that fee. Pay yeah, that fee. You're right, that's it true. would take. Oh, we would have to combine our entire. It's like three hundred and sixty dollars an hour. Right, but we, but we can. It's and not a like minimum we, of five hours. But we, it's not like we can't. We can. We are allowed to buy a first class seat. We can't afford it, but 
You, you know what I mean? So I think there's this it's a waste of money for the most part. But I think sometimes this class segregation, people think that they they can't have it. I think that's what pisses the middle it's class. Discouraging, yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I think it's discouraging. I think it's elitist, and I think it's suggesting that some members of society are better than others, which is age old. Well, and that's what they age the, old. The, the, the idea of segregating people into a class system yes. is un-American. That's how the system. But, but that's how the system works. Old. But I think there's a shift coming. It's not un-American. Because... It is quintessentially American. There has always been a division. The immigrants, the freaking women, the blacks, the this throughout. Come on. Come on, all we've ever done, the blacks are less than, the Irish are less than, the gays are less than, the women are less than. That's this is, this is human nature. To feel superior, someone else has to feel less than. For you to feel better about you, someone else has got to be on the wrong side of the rope, man. But I think people are getting privy to that, and there's a shift coming because, especially with concerts, you'll see, I mean, it's not listed as like, this class here, this class here. It's like you've got the corral, you've got the sand pit, you've Coachella. Got the... My friends were like, I was like, you guys really want to deal with that? And they're like, we don't deal with that. We get VIP passes, and I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, some people will still right, call it right? VIP, but at that point, it's not VIP. It's called the corral. So you're paying more to get more without the connotation of classes. So, so there. It's a wordplay. It's at a wordplay. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't know. I just, I, I think I it's it's this double-edged people, sword to me. The best people are on the other side of the rope, man. Not Which side of the rope? The, the, the not cool side. <laughs> like you, Manis. There's no way you're on the cool side of the rope. No, I don't think. No, I must say at the Bellagio, when I was going out. <laughs> one time I got a buffet line pass. Oh, my God. I was Betty Bitchin. I just, I, I swung it. I was just like, mm-hmm. And I walked right by all those people with my buffet pass. Oh, my God. Best day of my life.